All right. Today's old ass movie review is Return of the King, Rankin Bass. What year? 80? Uh, 79? 79, 80? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as if they made this one at right at the same time they were doing The Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get so. into the re- review, you might know, and I didn't, I meant to look it up, but I couldn't. Um, I got sidetracked. Shocking. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> how come Rankin Bass did not do the the fellowship and the two towers you know uh well if you rings. if you look at uh the the lord of the rings the movie mm-hmm. that's basically the two towers right that, that's basically fellowship of the ring and the two towers well that's what i'm saying how come rankin bass didn't do those those two they just did the end you know the return of the king the third book and yeah, the, the first the hobbit yeah I didn't know um, if you know. That I don't know. I mean, it just I'm assuming that it was production and somebody had the rights to it. Yeah. Uh, it's always weird whenever you think there's going to be a bigger story on something like that. And you're like, yeah. oh, they, they must have done this or they must have done that. And it just turns out somebody didn't file the paperwork on time. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming that's probably what happened. Or or the Botchki just didn't give two craps about the Hobbit. He Maybe wanted not. to get into the meat of the story, which would which really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it two is powers and fellowship of the ring yeah. that's where a lot of the 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 meat happens of the story it is it, re- it really is and that's one of the things that i noticed just watching <laughs> that um because there's so much there even in the books mm-hmm. that is the meat of it we're dealing yeah. mainly with return of the king is mainly a climax right that goes a bit long because there's so much going there but it is the end yeah. of the yeah the whole story um yeah well, the and Hobbit was, was actually a standalone story. When, right. when if I remember correctly, when J.R.R. Tolkien wrote The Hobbit, <clears throat> he wasn't planning on doing any more books. It was just The <laughs> Hobbit, and it took him forever to write The Hobbit. But whenever the kid and the, the publisher came came out, and the publisher's kid was like, "No, I love the story. I want to know what happens next." The publisher actually went to him and went, "Hey, what happens next?" <laughs> and Tolkien's like, "Uh." I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> I give what happens next. And that's basically, I guess, kind of how it came about from reading his autobiography. It's like it was just one of those things that just he wasn't planning on it. He was a linguist. He was he was Cam- Cambridge. I think it was Cambridge was he, he was a professor. I could be mm-hmm. wrong, but um he, he was just a linguist. He didn't. That didn't really dawn on him to be a superstar. And it's funny because in the book, all the hippies in the '60s started coming to him. And I don't know when he finally finished the third book. I don't remember what year it got published. Late, late '50s, maybe. Mm. I want to say late '40s, early '50s. May uh, I? I'm sorry, I don't remember the timeline. But I know that he was really popular with the hippies. And hippies, you know, from all over the world would come to him. And he just would go out there and smoke his pipe and his he'd look like a hobbit and he'd have the, yeah. the vest on and he'd have his little pipe and sit there and talk to these kids who he had no idea what the hell they were there for. <laughs> he had no idea why they were even talking to him or why they were interested in elves and you know, hobbits and shit. He had he had no idea. And the book, you know, evidently paid him very well for a very long time. Yeah. Which is good because they're great books. Well, we have we have oh, so much great, so much to thank J.R.R. Tolkien for. Um, oh, yeah. His world building has just spawned so much, and not <clears throat> not just in the Middle Earth, 
uh, universe, just fantasy genres everywhere. Right. Because he built such a big story. You want to look at world building, go read his books. I mean, you know, I, I will complain about how descriptive he can be, but this man will paint a picture that you will definitely see, feel, and live and breathe. It's it's amazing how much detail um, has went into his universe. And I'll I'll up that a notch. Find a fantasy book that was written five years before The Hobbit or five or ten years before uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Read a, read a fantasy book from five or ten years before he wrote his stuff. And then read his stuff. And then take a look at a fantasy novel that was written ten or fifteen years after yeah. he started writing Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. You'll see it. <laughs> the difference is quite literally like somebody clicked on a light switch yeah. in a room and just went, Oh, this is where all the stuff is hidden. You know what I mean? It, it's well, yeah. Just, it, reading the fantasy novels before then. And then after them is two completely different experiences. Completely. Yeah. It, it goes, and this is kind of a weird example, but um, <laughs> when I was reading about Star Trek discovery um, taking place before Kirk, and everything and how were they going to explain all this technology that they didn't show in the earlier things right <laughs> they did the honorable thing they jumped ahead to the future and said fuck it this is what we have now <laughs> so, but it's it's how and i guess i got something in star trek because flip phones uh the some of the stuff that was written mm-hmm. into star trek we see in our uh-huh. daily yeah. daily lives what so, we're doing now um, what we're yeah. doing right now was star trek was science absolutely fiction back in- 68 69 i mean we're miles and miles away we could talk to anybody anywhere in the world and record our podcast at the same time that was science fiction just 20 years ago um well a little more than that but yeah it's come a long way the the smartphones the apple phones wrist phones yeah that was fucking dick tracy yeah you could talk on your phone on the the radio i mean on your watch on on the tv watch where he could sit there and talk to somebody well I mean, yeah. you laugh about it now, and everybody's like, "Oh, come on!" It's like, "No, man, that was that was science it's fiction." Here. It's and, here. Yeah, and then now a lot of it's here. A lot, you know. So we have elves to to look forward to, and orcs. I want so elves. On. I want to yeah, live with elves. the elves, and when they leave, when they leave, I'm going with them. Absolutely. Even if I Wherever the hell they're going. Even if I got to be a stowaway, I don't care what that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the ship. I don't care. So <laughs> back to real, real uh, back beautiful. to uh, the <laughs> return of the king. Um, and again, another faithful adaptation of the work. Um, they this edited one, the very beginning quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some there were some uh, things out of it that mm-hmm. um, you know in the book definitely expanded on, and Peter Jackson yeah. even expanded further on. But um, all in all, those two. His version, this version, they're all good and they're faithful. Oh, yeah. Fairly faithful. Um, oh, very faithful. You you wanted more music and more singing. Oh, it's here. Because I'm going to tell you something. You got it. Where there's a whip, there's, there's a, way. a way. It was in my head since I was a child. I can hear that song yeah. anytime. It's got such a great beat. I, I have played it. I went to the grocery store before we did uh, our podcast oh, and um, I was, <laughs> I had funny. it on, I had it in the car and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I just pulled up YouTube. <coughs> it's great. 
So that's I'm listening funny. to that as I'm texting you as we're talking about where there's a will, oh. there's a way. Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> nay, nay, nay. Hey. <laughs> what is it? We're going, we're going to war? Yeah. I, I should look up the words, but yeah. There's with the light. <laughs> They're going to war, and the, the guys are like, they, the, the orcs and stuff are like, hey, we don't even want to go to war. <laughs> we're being forced no. into this. And that's what's very telling about that song. Is they don't even want to be there. They're they're being forced into a war that no fucking orc even wants to be involved in. And I never caught that until today. When I was yeah, there. I think I think it was one of the humans who came upon them when uh, Frodo and Sam right. were were captured there or in incognito. Yeah. Um, had said you're slaves to Sauron or part yeah. of Sauron's slaves. Somebody somewhere around that area in the movie that yeah. that phrase yeah. came up, and it's like yeah, they were because he had everybody yeah. under his control all the orcs all the all the nasty stuff that was just yeah, yeah. anything that was impure or impure yeah. you're a human and you're impure you know you're you're on Sauron's side there's a lot of um oh what's the word um it's not like a, yeah farfanugan um there's a little bit of allegory here uh, oh, that yeah, definitely. Most reminds definitely. me or or just a little bit of likeness to Excalibur in the aspect mm-hmm. that um, the ruler is tied to the land. And yeah. you look at Sauron's domain around Mount Doom and all of uh, Mordor and all of that is just all desert and just yeah. desolate. Yeah. Um, but when Aragon finally takes his seat, the land comes back mm-hmm. and grows and everything. And I was like, yeah, that's really cool. And how come I never saw that shit before? Yeah. 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 It, it's like when you have a good, um, good leadership in any country, you have good leadership in any country, that country thrives. Yep. No matter how big or how small it is, a country thrives. You have bad leadership. Look at it. You have bad shit going on. Yeah. yeah there you go. Any deeper than that. No, and you don't have to. That uh, that yeah. says it all, and I think yeah. everybody would agree with that statement. Yeah. yeah. No, no. That's why this I'm looking is, at Belize. Belize. This is, <laughs> is 2021. Nice. Some you you have offended somebody with that statement. I Belize. Belize is offensive. <laughs> Who I've offended? I'm moving okay. to Belize. And <laughs> I just want to get out of Florida. It's too fucking hot. <laughs> I don't think Belize is going to be any better. Yeah. However. It's supposed to be a very nice moment. Costa very Rica. nice what? Oh, just nice. Costa nice. Rica, Belize, nice little yeah. area. Don't know what the hell I'd do if a hurricane came. Probably same thing here. Hope hope I had an American build that fucking house instead of the locals. Uh, why are you in a straw shack over there, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to afford? Yeah, yeah. So... um. I, again, I like this. I like this version of Gollum. Um, yeah, I prefer this version of Gollum. I really do. Definitely. And this this one to me, Peter Jackson modeled uh, Andy Serkis's portrayal on this yeah. more yeah. Um, on than in um, the Lord of the Rings animated. Right. Um, which this Gollum was better. The I mean, this hits all the beats. I mean, I don't know what more to say about this. And if you, you want animation, this is good. You remember who the Gollum was who did the voice for the Gollum? I think I told you yeah, last. Theodore. Yeah. Theodore, King King Theodore. It was the guy from uh, the, the Devil's Express. 
Yeah. <laughs> that the guy that's out there yeah. preaching, it's, it's that guy is doing. I was like, wow. When I found that out, I was like, holy crap, that's crazy. But yeah, that's that. That is my understanding. Is that's who the guy was doing the golem, and I was like, what a great voiceover. What a freaking great voiceover that guy did. And it, it you're right. It lasted. You know, you know, circus saw this cartoon as a kid growing up and was like, that's. Oh, he mimicked some that. of the things he did. It. Else. He did it. Um, yeah. And my God, his portrayal of Gollum Smeagol is, is fucking brilliant. Um, damn. Yeah. And here, here's the thing. Peter Jackson's version of this whole thing left such an impression on me that even when I'm watching this, I'm having visions of his movies in my head and yeah. scenes from it. Cause I'm seeing the same scenes in, in here and I didn't get a chance to look at it, but I was up on YouTube and people have put these animated um Sh- uh, movies side by side with Peter Jackson's showing the scenes. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I, I need to go that. take a look at that because I'm sure he looked really hard at this stuff. When he had to have, because when Frodo walked into Mount Doom, and and it's like, damn, this is the the movie, you know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, he looked at this shit. He he really did. I, he had to have. And it had to be. And it, see, that's the difference between a guy. No, I had problems with the movie The Hobbit, the trilogy. For yeah, it was way too long. Oh but yeah. At least initially these first three movies, <clears throat> I just feel like he really had a love of the 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 source material. And then to take a look at other stuff, like the other animated stuff, and bring it in. And you know mm-hmm. he had to like the, the city, the uh the lake city. Yes. Yeah. I mean that was basically designed right after the, the animation. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's kind of described in the book, but but still. That, that was right out of the animation. That he well, that's it. just it. Everything is described in the book. But if we we hadn't seen the movies and you oh, and I were given a description right. to draw something, we wouldn't draw the same thing. No, so no, not at all. He was influenced by that for sure. Had to Most be. definitely. Most definitely. And these movies are well worth being influenced by. Yeah, um, there's a lot of singing. There's a lot of silly songs. And but in, that uh, is the in the books. In Return of the King. They are. I even I think even where there's a whip, there's a way is in think is in the book i don't even recall i think but, but that they would i can do without the vibrato of the the bar uh, yeah the guy sings like this the nine fingers yeah like, oh, frodo of the nine fingers yeah that's a horrible song i don't care if that's in the book or not they could have left that one out yeah i don't know um it's been so long. I was sometime in the <coughs> late 90s when I finally read the trilogy. So, and I haven't read them again since, but yeah, they're um, good. Very good. yeah I remember, absolutely. Remember being a kid playing Dungeons and Dragons while reading yeah. these books and this back. I don't think we'd stuff. have Dungeons and Dragons that we know without Tolkien. No, not without Tolkien. Because I, I, w- I would Tolkien. love to, no. to hear about where Gary Gygax came up with some stuff is probably. Gee, true. I wonder. Tolkien. <laughs> and I, and I was, that was all Tolkien, especially early on. Mm-hmm. It was all Tolkien. I mean, his elves, all the elves, all the orcs, all the, you know, oh, yeah. gelatinous cubes and the eagles and oh, all this stuff. God. That was every, definitely based on, on everything Tolkien. Every video game, every, all of that. See, yeah. we owe so much. I'm, I'm, I love fantasy yeah. movies, fantasy yeah. video games, stories, yeah. books. And we owe all of that to Tolkien for the most part. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And now his family's destroying it. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? 
that's just me not wanting to see. I still have I still have the books in my heart. <laughs> yeah, I lo- I'm just hoping that somebody somebody actually looks at what they're doing over on Amazon and just shakes their head and says, "No, no, 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 we can't do this." Can I'm afraid to read up on it. No. <laughs> All yeah, I, I heard is they're throwing tons it. of money at it. I, I stopped reading on it because I was getting offended for Tolkien. Mm. It just seems like nothing he would have approved of. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, I think he would have highly approved of the movies, even to some extent, The Hobbit. Um, but yeah. I, this, no. Yeah, because those movies, all the animated, all the Peter Jacksons mm-hmm. hold true to it. I know uh, I haven't finished The Hobbit trilogy because it's like, enough. This book wasn't that big. No, um, it's like that sick. Yeah. The book is and great. So where did he get all this info? Did he go into the simulacrum to find some stuff? Silmarillion. Silmarillion, simulacrum, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> See, the Silmarillion was all notes. So okay. it, was, it was never meant to be a story. It was all Tolkien's notes for stuff that nobody was ever supposed to know about. Was, this was for him world. So it's just his, his own research yeah, notebook. His own, yeah, he was making stuff up. So he went, oh, okay, this makes sense to me. To have this happen now because in the past this happened. So it was never meant for anybody else to know about. His kid found notes, started putting stuff together, tried to make it into a story and sold it. And every and everybody was like, oh, it's a book that nobody knew about. No, it wasn't. It was just fucking notes that his kid, who had no talent, put together and sold. Oh, it. Jesus. So that's why anybody who reads the Silmarillion just shakes their head, like, what the hell did I just read? Well, you didn't read Tolkien. He he those were notes. And if you if you ever get a chance to read through any of it, mm-hmm. with that in mind, you'll look and read it and go, ah, yeah, that's no wonder none of this makes sense. That, that'd be <laughs> like somebody finding all my notes, just missing oh, shit yeah. and putting it together going, oh, it's a book. No, these are ravings of a madman. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> it's a notebook, not a not a story. But yeah, yeah exactly. so I mean, it's. I'm sure he would have approved of of all of that. Um, yeah, because they do hold very, very true, um, and definitely to the spirit of it. You see in the animation, and I always applaud it when people can draw and give feeling. Um, yeah, and that's that's not only the the artist; it's also the voice actor with the inflections or just the feeling. Um, you can tell when somebody's upset or how they feel. Right. If they feel it, it comes out in their voice. And the voice actors did a great job of Samwise and Frodo. Um, and Roddy McDowell. Is, they had yeah. Roddy McDowell doing the Samwise in this. In this yeah. Return of the King. Well, I mean, the guy knew everybody. Yeah. You know? Roddy was in a lot of things. Then. I love <laughs> so, to met Roddy McDowell. Oh yeah, love to met that guy. It gave it gave so much life to the the bromance of yeah. Frodo and Sam, yeah. and it's there big time. And it and it's there in Peter Jackson's too. It's there mm-hmm. when you read the books. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And these are two friends. It's that just, great. You know, they've known each other since they were born or hatched or whatever happens with a Hobbit. I don't know. And and I think why <clears throat> even I make jokes about about their bromance. Uh-huh. Um, it's because it's funny, but yeah. I think the reason go for the joke you got to go for the, always for the joke. But I think the reason people bring that up is because up until recently in movies, you men did not have you. You're not going to show this emotion or this mm-hmm. love for another man. Not in that way. It's not not all. Uh, 
damn it, it's a bromance. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't so, know what to call him back in the 70s. No, I mean, if, no, if and you it's, ever, have you ever nobody seen wrote it that way? Which, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Yes, there's there's another one. It's yeah, absolute romance. Absolutely, but you see in in here with Sam and uh, Frodo a, a genuine love. Yeah, um, and yeah, that's absolutely. great because I guess we as movie viewers um, don't always uh, we you don't usually see men put in that situation, especially when no. they are the the heroes. Um, so it, it was it was great writing on Tolkien's part to write reality, not fiction, you know, and that there is a movie and I've brought it up before. It's called double indemnity. If, it sounds so any, familiar. If anybody ever gets a chance to see it, it's Barbara Stanwyck. Uh, crap. And I forgot the two main guys that are in it. My, my mind went totally blank. Um, the guy was in a series called my three sons. Mm-hmm. He was the father and my three sons. Yeah, I don't know and, who that um, was. And I can't remember the other actor, but it's called in Double Indemnity. And it is a definite bromance. And it's what happens when a woman gets in between two very, very good friends mm-hmm. who would otherwise never have a problem. And Barbara Stanwyck is always so good at playing that type of character. All right. But it it's a good, good movie. And it's one of the few movies. It's black and white, maybe 40s or 50s. Oh, wow. And it was at her absolute pinnacle. And there's a scene where the one man is, and I don't want to, shit, I don't want to give this away, but there's just a scene in it where one of them's dying. And the other one's holding him in his hand, in his arms. And he goes, you know, I've always loved you. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's because they were gay and this is, you know, Hollywood coming out. And a lot of people are like, no, these guys were friends. These guys yeah. were just like the the best of friends. And then other people, and but even now I've watched it and, you know, and, I, and I've sat there and went, was the guy gay? Or was it just that they were such good friends that this, you know, he feels like he has to tell him this before he dies. And, it, you know, to this day, I'm confused. I'm like, wow. Because yeah, that's, well, that's how cool I was thinking that they when left I first it open. saw it. Yeah. Like, wow, wait a minute. That's some really good writing because it was yeah. so obscure. Yeah, because we don't and, see that. God no, forbid. And you didn't, you definitely didn't see it back then. You no. never saw it back in the 50s in a movie like that. No. Oh, hell no. No, and they, they did it again in uh like you, you when you mentioned that, it made me think of Philadelphia or Brian's yeah. song. Yeah, um, Brian's song. So there's <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I love as much as I make jokes. I love the writing of Sam and Frodo. Oh yeah, um, they yeah. are they are great buds to the end. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that even even Sam goes on with with uh, Frodo, yeah, with the elves. Um, yeah, and it's 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 uh, it is an off into the sunset ending um, mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and then they did show that the Shire grew and everything, like in the books, how everything right, came right, up everything and, came back to life, yeah, and all of that. So it's a <clears throat> great, great um, trilogy of animation uh, movies here. Even though another yeah. production company took on the second one, it works uh, yeah. for its own reasons. Um, again, true to the source material. Um, I give this a definite watch. Uh, I will say that I had a really hard time watching some of these because I have seen these 
countless times. Yeah. Um, and I've read the book. I've seen the movie. I know I know what happens before it happens mm-hmm. on the screen. So at times it's <laughs> kind of hard. But if mm-hmm. you haven't if you haven't flooded yourself with uh, Lord of the Rings uh, mythos, watch them. Um, right. It's good. It's really good. I still love the orcs with their double throats. Uh, they always freak me out. <laughs> so. It's such good vibrato. Yeah, it gives them that extra vibrato so they can uh, be bards. Orc bards. That's what I want. Orc See, bards. they could have been orc bards, and you know, instead of this, they, you know, they had a, a future of singing. Well, they didn't. They didn't want to fight. They just they didn't want to march. <laughs> they didn't even want to march. They're like, they didn't know why they were doing it because the whipmaster says, "Nay, nay, nay." Well, why am I marching in the mud? Come on. Wait, I'm walking all the way over those mountains to go kill things. They're not bothering me otherwise. But you want me to march over there and kill things that are otherwise leaving me the yeah. fuck alone. Yeah, the the orcs actually were making some sense. The orcs are like, I have questions. (laughs) The only orc to ask a question. I have a question. Excuse me. Uh, So your final thoughts on Return of the King. Oh, it's a a watch. It is a must watch, I think. Um, And this this isn't just um, the memory of a kid. Mm -hmm. You know, this is actually watching it this past time and, and liking most of the songs in it. There's a yeah. couple that are they could have left out with yeah. no Frodo the nine fingers. Yeah. <laughs> could have left that one out with no problem. Right. But yeah, it was uh it's good. The animation's well done. Um the animation studio winds up later on going bankrupt and being bought by Studio Ghibli. So yeah, yeah. That to look forward to everything, you know, and it's because these guys went down, went under Studio Ghibli could come in and take over and create what they've created over the years. It's just really weird how all that works out. You know, everything yeah. just feeds one animation, feeds into another. And it just builds on top. But good stuff, man. It's, good stuff. It's good. The designs, the story designs, like you said, they keep the meat of the story. Yeah. Got no problem with this. I really don't. No. No, and it's it's rare that we at old ass movie reviews yeah. run across um, something that we really can't say anything negative of, or it's just it's like yeah, it's you know we we do like to watch the the shit from time yeah. to time, and that's of what's course. gonna happen. That's gonna have to come up now after having such good stuff. Um, right. I, I want to get irritated and turn off my TV and storm out at five minutes in. And, and uh, text me going, what the hell are you having me watch? Yeah, exactly. So that <laughs> being said, fault. whatever's coming up next week is probably something really, really, really bad. Let's look for so something bad. We will. We will. So as always, please, if you <clears throat> like us, hit the like button. If you, um, you know, please subscribe. We're on every podcast uh, where you ever you listen to your podcast. Um, if we're not where you listen to your podcast. Let it drop me a line. Let us know. Um, go to our YouTube channel, Facebook page, Instagram. You can find us OAMR, hashtag OAMR, um, old ass movie reviews. So until next week, have a good one.